It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith And me, Amy Gledhill I'm from a lovely little place called Hull And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North This is Northern Northern News Welcome to Northern News. Hello. Whose voice is that? That This one, yeah. this voice right here is my voice, Ian. Oh, thank God. I've had my eyes closed. <laughs> and my, my voice is coming from the body of Amy Gledhill. Oh. Yes. And what about your voice? Well, it always comes from Ian Smith. But does yours sometimes come from a different body? Well, it could come from it could come from a mobile telephone device. Oh yeah. A mini disc. Perhaps even really? a vinyl recording. But today, mm. this voice that you're hearing right now is being generated in the vocal cords of the body of Amy Gledhill. Yeah, and it's also it's good to know. I sometimes forget that impressionists exist. Oh, thank God. But it's good to know that if ever something were to happen to you, and I hope it doesn't, <laughs> we'd just get an impressionist to listen back to the podcast loads yeah. and come on and go, Gooey! It's Amy Gladio. You could do both if you want. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. I think I would have a mental breakdown so quickly. If something had happened to you and I was trying to cover it up because I need the podcast to happen, I'm like, and who's that next to me? Oh, it's Amy Gladio! <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. That's right, Amy. <laughs> I feel sort of complimented and sort of attacked all at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's a compliment because this podcast would be nothing without you and we'd have to carry on somehow. We could just cancel it in respect of me. No, we'd no. get Lucy Beaumont on. Get Lucy on. 
crack on. Yeah. <laughs> what we're trying to say is welcome. thank you for listening and yeah. welcome to another episode of Northern News. Ian, what have you been up to? Well, this isn't so much what I've been up to, but um, I've been watching the news and we've <laughs> been through so much shit recently that I wasn't expecting the latest crisis to be about concrete. Yeah. I think it's so funny <laughs> that um, people have just gone, actually, uh, concrete impermanent. <laughs> We've been using it to make buildings. Oh, it's like a cheaper alternative to concrete. You're like, oh, what, you use that for like schools and hospitals and now they're like crumbling and you don't seem surprised by that. But I just think it's so funny <laughs> that the latest government crisis, yeah, a lot of stuff we've used to build things <laughs> could fall down at any point. Oh, God. And I guess just kill anyone who's in that building. I think it's funny that we've got a concrete crisis. It's sort of funny, but then I'm looking at you. I'm looking over mm-hmm. your right shoulder and I can see some concrete. A bit of concrete. Big bit of concrete. Is it the good stuff, though? Well, how, how do, do you, you tell? How do you tell? We'll never tell. A little slap. That felt solid. Did it? That felt hard. <laughs> For those listening, Ian's just slapped a bit of concrete there. He's <laughs> <laughs> just giving it a good old slap. But this concrete in schools, yeah. if you were to slap it, your hand would go straight through it like a mist. Would it? Yeah. Oh, no, not concrete it's mist. mist concrete. Oh, not the mist. Yeah. Please don't build out of mist. If I've said it once, I've said it once. So, like, <laughs> float it into a column sort of shit. Come on, stay there. <laughs> Builders just vaping, just vaping a wall. That should do for a classroom. That would be magical. Could build houses, that. Well, I guess they're going to be 3D printing schools and that yeah. now, aren't they? Oh, but then it'll turn out plastic isn't the perfect thing that we thought yeah. it was. All this, all I'm these years, no, it's not. All these years, have said plastic doesn't biodegrade and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then be like, oh, seventy thousand years in the future, they'll be like, the plastic schools we've built, <laughs> we were told they'd last forever, <laughs> but now they're finally all biodegraded. <laughs> Do you think we'll all be in plastic schools? In how many years into the future? 70,000. 70, yeah, 70,000 years into the future. I hope the podcast is still going. It will be, mm. but my voice will be coming from a robot. Yeah. Is that what you've been up to this week? Sir, it's it's warm, so I've got a fan on in my room. Oh, yeah. And I started saying to my boyfriend, I started saying, you know when you hear stuff in the fans, like music and voices and stuff? And he went, <laughs> what? And I was like... <laughs> No, you know when you hear stuff in the fans, I said it's really funny because I can hear the American Office theme tune in that fan. And I thought it would be funny because he'd be like, oh, that's a funny thing to hear in the fan. But I didn't realise he wasn't hearing things in the fan. And it wasn't like a neighbour watching The Office. No. Do you know, like in a, in a, in white noise, I think, mm. oh, no. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm going to say the answer is no as soon as you started that. Well, in, in white noise, I had to look it up and I don't, I thought everybody would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But your brain tries to find patterns and music. So if you've got like a hairdryer on or a fan, your brain puts stuff into it. And all I could hear was the theme to the American office, but really? the fan's on for hours and it's just going on and on and on. Oh, because I... I don't do it as much, but I used to sleep with a fan on like every single night. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard. You never that heard? pissed me off because I like I it like the really sound quiet. of white noise. It's like tinny, and you're like, what's but what that? if it's like, oh, black Betty, bam, bam, yeah, I'm trying to get to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the times it's things like 
I hear the dial-up sound, you know, from the 90s. But that sounds oh, a bit like a fan yeah, anyway. Yes. But I always go, what's that? And I pause the fan. Yeah, my fan's got a remote control. Really? Someone's doing all right, yeah. I pause the fan and I listen. And I'm like, no, no. And then I put it back on and then it comes back on. It's mad that that's what you hear when you put a fan on. Bam, 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 bam. Just, oh, it's a bit warm. Just put the fan on yet. God save us. Ah, I got a bloody national anthem, fam. Ah, annoying. Yeah, that's weird. Have you heard who's died? What's been happening in the North, Amy? I don't know about you, but finding news this week, a lot of it was very dark. So I've picked, yeah. I've picked a very light story. Oh, good. Very light story. And I think you'll be happy to hear it. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be over the moon with this, Ian. A banana plant flowers at RHS Harlow Car for first time. Oh, uh, lovely. Come on. Well, so this someone's been trying to grow bananas for ages. Oh, yeah. And it's just not been flowering. Well, it, it's only been in since 2019. Still, you'd, what, you'd hope for summer. You'd hope for a banana. You'd want a banana. In, what's that, four years? Do was a nana. You'd be starving. <laughs> Looking at the plant. Dude, come on, do us a nana, will you? You're a nana plant. Give a nana. Do you ever have banana sandwiches? No, I don't think I've ever had a banana sandwich. Oh, white bread, butter, mushy banana. Oh, no, come I really on. Don't like, I don't like the idea of any fruit in a sandwich, I don't think. You wouldn't have any fruit? What about tomatoes are fruit, technically? I don't really like um, cold tomatoes. Okay. I wouldn't love them in a sandwich. Oh, we could have hot. Hot tamales. Hot tamale sandwich? Yeah. Tomato toasty. Yes, an hot tamale sandwich, will you? <laughs> you could have a tomato toasty. I wouldn't have a tomato toasty, I don't think. In Too college, hot. I used to get a tomato sandwich from the canteen, where it's just like bread cake, bread bath, whatever you want to call it, and then some hot tomato in it. And uh, the dinner lady said, oh, there's you and one other person in the college that gets that tomato sandwich. And I was like, oh, how fascinating. One day, hottest boy in the college... He's in front of me in the queue and he gets a hot tomato sandwich. And I went, I get a hot tomato sandwich. And then we had a beautiful love affair for about a year. Did you? Yeah. I'm not saying it's weird, but I think it's a bit <laughs> peculiar to just have loads of hot tomato in a sandwich. <laughs> and I think you probably would just be like, yeah, I guess we're so mates, probably. You've got to be, aren't you? The confidence as well. Even if you want it to go up to a dinner lady and be like, can you just put some hot tomato in that sandwich? <laughs> Nothing else. Stop asking me about other fillings. Don't be going around with a fillings. It's a no for them all. I Hot think tomato. in a whole college at that time, being vegetarian, it was literally your only oh, option. Oh, right. Yeah, if you're a vegetarian in the olden days. Yeah. All right, and I'm not that old. If you were vegetarian in the olden <laughs> days. What was The cooking ten bacon year ago. over a coal fire. <laughs> you want this? Or hot tomato? <laughs> Setting fire to... um. Bits of a piano, like in Billy Elliot, and cooking bacon <laughs> over it. Cooking bacon and tomatoes over it. Um, so this this article comes from the Stray Ferret. It's a sort of more independent news publication for like the Harrogate area. Oh, like more like the north, sort of like the northeast. It kind of covers, I suppose. Mm. So this is uh, the story that a banana plant has flowered at RHS Garden. <laughs> Harlow Car in Harrogate. So I presume it's like a garden centre because 
It does say in a quote later on in the article, the banana plants play a key role in the design of the Subtropicana garden. Oh, yeah. Subtropicana. So that's below the Tropicana. Yeah, deep down below Mm. the Tropicana. I don't think I've ever been to a Tropicana. I don't think I've... What's Tropicana? How do you get above or below it? I'd love to find Mm. out. But it says it really adds to the jungle feel. (laughs) Transporting our visitors from Yorkshire to the tropics. Yeah. That's just that's just with the help of a banana plant. Why go on holiday when you can go to a garden centre and go in a humid greenhouse? Yeah. And get actually, transported to the sub the sub, subtropics. I'm having a look now at the RHS Garden Harlow Car. Very much part of the Yorkshire countryside. Harlow Car is a delight in every season. Wow. That's what it says when you click on the website. The first thing that it says is very much part. It feels like somebody said, you're not part of it. Very much part uh, of the We're very York- much part. Um, I think you find, we're very much part of the Yorkshire countryside. Yeah, such- we're very much part of it. Oh, I would have said that you're more sort of on, just on the outskirts of Harrogate. You're sort of more... Um, no, no, more no. <laughs> no, we're very much part of the Yorkshire countryside. And I tell you what, if you're saying the Harlow car is only a delight in spring or summer, you'll be wrong there as well. Let me put you right. Back in autumn. We're very much part of the Yorkshire countryside. Car is a delight in every season, <laughs> you dickhole. Yeah. <laughs> what? You think it's not going to be delightful just because there's no, no plants in winter? <laughs> we do Christmas decorations. <laughs> We're very much part of the Christmas scene. Do you like tinsel? Well, you're not delighted by tinsel? Miserable prick. <laughs> That's the sassiest garden centre I've heard of. I've never seen such a sassy garden centre. Four years, no flower on this fucking banana plant. (laughs) That's why it's subtropicana. Yeah. If there was a banana on it, it's tropicana. If there's ten bananas on it, it's... Above. Above. What's what's, what's the little prefix for above? Sub? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. Because you have like a... Is it heli? Like helicopter? Heliosphere? Oh. I don't know. Because so, I'm just trying to think Sub- submarine helicopter in my head are the two, <laughs> the two um, methods of transport. Maybe that's it. Oh. Subtropics. Sir. 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 Sir Tropics. He's been knighted. Sir, I <laughs> arise. Sir Tropicana. Mate, yeah, that'll be the guy who... Oh, Tropicana. Oh, it'll be the man from Del Monte. Sir, tropics. you can't call him the man. He's Sir, Sir Del, Monte. From Del Monte. Sir from Del Monte. And he's what a Sir, lovely white suit. Serpine. What does that mean? Fucking hell, I don't know, Amy. <laughs> Serpine. Let's have a look. Or oh. Super. Superman. He's above stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Subman, he's below stuff. Well, when he's flying, he's Superman. When he's on the ground, he's just man. Oh, yeah. And when he's in a little, like, burrow, he's Subman. Subman. Subman, what are your Super. powers? I'm hibernating. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should leave this kind of chat to Susie Dent. I can, I'm probably not going to say that often on this podcast. <laughs> oh, Yorkshire puddings. What have you found that's been going on? Well, the story I want to talk about is it's a very visual story. Okay, I must admit, I must admit. For this medium, go on. But um, on. the first word of the headline is fail, colon. Failed, colon. 
Oh, oh dear. We've all been there. No, it's actually better. It's not as bad as a failed colon. Okay. But the Tuckin coffee shop yeah. really should have thought about their font choice. Oh, dear. Now, the tea is not good in the Tuckin coffee shop. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they've just made a sign where they must know this, but it just looks like the fucking coffee shop. They know. They, they know what know. they're doing. Because also... I guess, yeah, I guess you would say, yeah, tuck in. But um, it says, fucking, a new cafe has attracted attention for all the wrong reasons after a controversial choice of font led to its name being misread. Do you think it's on purpose? I think so. The owner of the tuck in coffee shop failed to foresee the eatery's new cursive font. And also, the eatery makes it sound better than it looks, to be <laughs> fair. This is in Doncaster. Oh, yeah. But it does look like a swear word, as said by Betty Loma, 75. Imagine she went back with this. It looks a lot like a swear word to me. I wouldn't be surprised if they planned it on purpose to attract some attention. It's highly inappropriate, especially as there's children about. And imagine if you're like, that's inappropriate. They just want to get attention. And you're like, I'm going to tell the Metro newspaper about this. <laughs> get their picture in the paper, try and bring the custom up even more. Um, yeah, so I think it might, I think it might be done on purpose. It's a, it's cheeky. It's definitely cheeky. It is cheeky. Where are you going for dinner? Oh, fucking coffee shop. <laughs> it is, yeah, I mean, it's great branding. It is, actually. It does look like it's just someone's house. It, um, <laughs> it does. It, it really looks like it's a sign that's put on someone's house. Do you know what it's like? It's like, it feels like um, a mother who's at a wit's end, mm. who's always cooking for her kids and her family. And she's like, what do you think this is? The fucking coffee shop. And she's like, I'm going to get a bloody sign on this house. If you ask me one more time to make you a coffee, to make you a cuppa, to do your tea, what's for tea? I'm going to get a bloody sign put on this house. And she's done it. She's followed through. But then people are coming around and everyone's getting yeah. asking for stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to search for it. There's other rival ones. There's another one in Doncaster called the Tuck-In Cafe. Oh. And unless this picture, maybe that, that picture's round the back because it doesn't look like the same. So maybe it could be. But, um, yeah, I mean, it seems to be doing all right. It's got 13 reviews. Oh, yeah. Tucking great. I think all of them good. Oh, um, good. There's a free star. Cheap breakfast. Heard a lot about the tucking. Firstly, may I say it wasn't bad value and all the staff were welcoming. But I have to be honest, I wasn't impressed with breakfast. <sighs> but everyone was welcoming. They all like, come in, come in, have your shit breakfast. Come on. You're looking nice today. Whoa, very smart. Here's some dog shit beans. As long as they're welcoming. Someone's given it um, best brekkie. Five stars. Very nice, friendly place. Homely, lovely coffee and tea to match. OAP friendly. And a lot of places aren't. <laughs> but like, come in, have your, how old are you? 62, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, oldie. And to get in, it's like, um, you know, when you go to a fairground and you go on a fun house and it's all like wobbly bridges Obstacle and stuff. And you have to, and there's these old pensioners being like, would you, we'd just like a cup of tea. And they're like, yeah, if you can climb that wall, Gladys, yeah. you can get in. Have you watched Total Wipeout before? <laughs> you got to go over those big balls. It's a Kesha's Castle, have you, Doris? <laughs> Come on in. Then you get there, the menu's tiny. Um, you can't see it, and it's on an app. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, just download the app, Gladys. Oh, well, I don't have the... Because you're fucking thick <laughs> and old. We only accept Bitcoin, Doris. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh. It's 
not OAP friendly. What a glowing review. And this um this old woman, Betty Lomas, is trying to reduce it yeah. to a silly name when it's so much more than that. It's a community. It's a way of life. Mm. And you'd think the owner would, um, with this news story, maybe say something like, um, oh, well, you know, I can't say, but we'll, we'll change it. Oh, sorry if it's... Yeah. The owner of the coffee shop definitely wasn't amused, however, and didn't wish to comment. Oh, really? Your sign clearly says, fucking. <laughs> and you've gone, uh, no, I'm not amused by this story. But I reckon, basically, they've probably spent £400 on a big sign. Probably costs a lot to get a big well, sign. Well, then that made. means that it's not a joke. It's not a cheeky little... It's very different, isn't it? Being a little bit of a scamp... Or being fundamentally terrible at choosing fonts and not, yeah. uh, you know, there's like one, one I have quite a lot of respect for the owner and yeah. one I'm like, oh God, that's the font you've chosen on purpose. If, um, I know we've talked about this recently, if just Windings is the Windings, font type, yeah. Betty Lomas is like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Some kind of Egyptian hieroglyphics or something. <laughs> They've been asked by the Metro to comment. No, I don't want to comment. I don't think this is funny. I selected a font name. I didn't realise what Windings was. And no one knows what my coffee shop is. And it's called Bastard Coffee and nobody can tell. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches and fine jewellery, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. off to feel benefit. Now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Callum Scott, who comes from Hesel, which apparently has an annual feast dating back from the 1800s. Callum, have you ever been to Hesel Feast? I absolutely love Hesel Feast. I was at the last one, as it happened. Oh, really? (laughs) No way. What is it? So basically, it's like a little fair. It's like whole fair, but like downsized by like... 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister sings at it as well sometimes. Oh. So, yeah, so it's it's a proper family occasion. Surely they want you to have a, have a sing, Callum. Uh, yeah, they, they can't do. Can't afford you now, though, can they? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'll, say, I'll, t- I'll tell it to my American label. I'm like, oh, I've, I've, they want me to sing at Hazel Feast. Like, Hazel Feast? What, what is that? <laughs> And just rather than just talking to them about it, I just put all my hands up and just go, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it might annoy fair. your sister a bit as well if, if you sort of go, yeah, you've been knocked that's off what, now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, imagine oh, the whole Britain's Got Talent thing. She's probably only just forgiven me, let alone taking a spot at Hazel Feet. Oh, really? But since then, I've done 
what I can to bring her in. She's open for me in, you know, London in performances I've done there. Amazing. My whole show, she came on and duetted with me. My whole solo, sold out whole show on my last tour. And I've brought her to Nashville and we've been right in and I've tried to make up for it, basically. That's <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. You've more than made up for You've it. My, my brother's never it. taken me to Nashville. No. <laughs> And I've what been a asking. terrible brother. <laughs> <laughs> How does Nashville compare to Hull? Oh, it's not a scratch. It's not a scratch <laughs> at all. So it was, it was quite funny, sir. I was thinking about, like, like, what new story, like, sticks out to me. or And I typed in, like, um, Hull anecdote into Google, right? Yeah. And one of the stories that popped up was this beautiful story. Is England's oldest jerk shop having last laugh in tough times, right? <laughs> and so it's this jerk shop called Dinsdale's. And I remember going there with my granddad. And what I thought was really cute was, it says that Dinsdale has continued trading regardless of tough times, including war, <gasps> and is now heading towards its centenary. Wow. And I just thought, Do you know what? If there's anything that could sum up the soul of the whole people. It's that despite tough times, despite, you know, COVID and all the things that we've been through, despite being a city where we we get a little bit forgotten about, we're out in the sticks, we always persevere and whole spirit is always shining bright. So we're always positive. We're always moving, moving forward. And regardless of tough times, we're, we're still there. Oh, I absolutely yeah. love that. Love it. I love that there's a war on, <laughs> but they're still like, we need yeah. a little fake poo. <laughs> <laughs> the nation needs a little fake poom now more than ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a whoopee cushion for the bomb shelter. <laughs> I'm going to use my ration book I on some that. sweets that taste of fish. It's going to go down a storm. <laughs> there's, there's a woman scared going, oh, what if the bomb's scarce? And she sits down. <laughs> you're like, ah, Margaret, you're just fine. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> There's nothing a whoopee cushion can't solve, including war. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what Dinsdale is saying. Oh, I love that. Thanks for telling us that, Callum. That's absolutely brilliant. Oh, oh my God, you're so welcome. I'm a whole boy down to my bones. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, after school, I had a normal job working for City Council. And, you know, I, I enjoyed being in the city. I enjoyed my roots. I enjoyed where I grew up. And then this job has taken me on a massive adventure, dream come true territory. But nothing feels as good as coming back home and home to me is whole. The north is where I feel most at home. Yeah. Hazelfeast <laughs> um, is still the place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you exactly. used to do at um, Hull, uh, the council? What was your, at Hull your job council. there? I used to work in uh, recruitment and HR. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so it's, when you think of like listening to Sharon talking about off street parking and then <laughs> I'm in Brazil headlining a show Rio de Janeiro, it's kind of different world. <laughs> I guess there's crossovers. <laughs> there you need, is. To, you need to know where you're going to park when you're playing Brazil. You exactly, exactly. It's so funny. Like, I was on the Buzzcocks the other week and um, they'd said, like, the, the researcher was saying, oh, have you got any mad stories of when you went to the council? And said there was one time where I was inputting, basically, people from the council who paid money out of their own pocket was being reimbursed. Yeah. And so, like, you've got cleaners that was doing it for cleaning products, which was relatively a small cost. And then you was getting the CEOs that was driving up and down the country that had quite a high, you know, high mileage and accommodation and all that. I was inputting all this information and I got so far through the spreadsheet 
I'd noticed that the columns had like sort of shifted a little bit, but I thought, oh, I'm so far through it now, I can't. So I just carried on. Oh, no. And then when it got paid out, basically the colleagues section of the spreadsheet and the payment section had shifted in different directions. So you've got Brenda, who was the cleaner, having an extra £2,500 in a week. And the CEO with like £12.50. Oh my God. £12.50 for Honestly, some debt all jokes aside, it cost the council about two hundred and fifty grand. I mean, they, <laughs> they, they managed to clock back, but I will say that I, was, I wasn't public enemy number one for very long. Um, you wouldn't be an enemy. You're like Robin Hood. You're yeah. the Robin Hood of spreadsheets. <laughs> this is incredible. But would Brenda the Robin cleaner, Hood, would she have had to give it back then? Yeah, oh. yeah. She'll have seen two Brenda. grand in a bank account going, whoa, ho, ho. Yeah. And two weeks later, <laughs> I hope you haven't spent that. Mate, well, of course I've spent it. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to need it back. Yeah. Oh, I'm in wow. Brazil now watching Callum live. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sharon. Well, I don't know where to park. to ask Sharon. Oh, my God. And do you get back to Hesel a lot, or is it more... As soon as I finish a busy week, I'm straight back up, and I'm always going to fly the whole flag. And there's loads of things that I want to do in whole projects that I want to help people who maybe don't have the opportunities or, or whatever, because, you know, what I've found with my job is that sometimes it's a sliding doors moment, and if you're not, you, if you're not in a place where you're able to get down to London or, you know, go over to larger cities where there might be a plethora of more opportunity. It's like I kind of want to bring opportunity to to Hull. So there's things I'm working on anyway to try and just sort of give Hull the fighting chance that, you know, other cities have, have had the pleasure of, do you know? That sounds mm. amazing. Amy's always singing songs on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're looking for a producer for, for Amy. I will, for I will Amy. say that I... they're not always good, <laughs> but they've always got a lot of... Energy and enthusiasm. It sounds like there's potential there. I'm not gonna lie. Thanks, yeah. Callum. I'll I'll make you a demo lie. and I'll send it. I'll send it to Beautiful. you. Beautiful. I'll, I'll send, send it, it to you. I'll send it over to Matt Ronson and we'll yeah. we'll see what he thinks. Would I, I'd be so I'd be so jealous then if you did that. <laughs> and then you're you have like the biggest selling single of the decade. I can't do the podium. I'm in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> <laughs> Opening for Callum. I can't do the pod this week. <laughs> I'm just doing it by myself, sad. <laughs> I'll still come on the podcast, don't worry. We'll swap for a bit. We'll swap for a week. I'll go off, do yeah. some singing around the world, and you come and do the pod. I think it'd be great, you know. Yeah, well, I might be busy, actually, because I'm I'm talking to um, uh, go on. Gareth Gates about a rap album. Are you? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. He's got big into beatboxing. Has he? Yeah. <laughs> He's known for his beatboxing, Gareth. He's known for his beatboxing. <laughs> Callum, what are you? Um, what have you got going on at the minute? All sorts of things coming up. I've got a, a one-off show in London next year um, called The Songbook So Far, the event in Apollo. Um, oh, wow. It, honestly, there's, there's so much, like, pinching I do on a daily basis that if you'd seen me without my long sleeves on, you'd be like, like, are you are you being targeted? Because it's like I'm literally sat there going, "What am I doing?" I'm like playing all these amazing shows. It's literally the dreams I had whilst I was working at the council are coming true all the time. So yeah, so I'm 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 performing that. Oh, and also I've got a brand new single out called "At Your Worst." Bit of a new taste of music of, of a direction I'm going in. It's a bit more dancey and a bit more enjoyable, but. I am still going to make people cry. That is my number one <laughs> priority. 
uh, I'm not straying too far from the path. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. I love that. And Same here. That's I our have, plan. That's our plan, yeah. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to talk to you, Callum. Thank you so much for coming on. You're oh, my God, you're so welcome. taking the world by storm, and it is wonderful Aww. to see, and you deserve it. Oh, thank you very much. Take care, Callum. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. 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 That's my gravy, you daft sod. But, Amy. Yeah. Ian. What's going on in Hull? Well, I've got a lovely story from Hull. It's about love. You heard of it? No. <laughs> it's about love, Ian, and it's about a love that has lasted. So the headline is from the Hull Daily Mail. We had to fight in court to get married. Now we're celebrating 60 years together. Mm. 60 years together. That's more than the gold wedding anniversary. What's mm. more than gold? What, 60? Platinum? Platinum. Diamonds. <laughs> Diamonds are forever, forever, forever. <laughs> 60 years married. Like cheaper to just stay with someone 59. Yeah. Split up with them. Get back together. Just get back together. Then you get back to paper, back to paper or whatever it, it is. Yeah. yeah, toilet paper. John and Elizabeth Beaumont. Oh. Possibly a relation to Lucy. We mm. don't know. From Hull, won the right to wed under the age of 21 after John's mother refused consent. So big took off to John's mother there. Yeah. Were you not allowed to get married till you were... No, at this point, you weren't allowed to get married without parents' consent until you were 21. And this was in 1963. So how old were they? 18 and 19. Oh, okay. And your parents had to... Your parents had to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I bet she's feeling pretty stupid now. Well, I would say if I had to put a bet on it, she's dead. Oh, really? Well, yeah, they've been married for 60 years. But they weren't even 20 at the time. No. So if let's say she they had kids younger back then. Let's say she was 22 Yeah. when she had them. That would make her 102. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but if she is alive, I wouldn't wish ill on a 102-year-old woman. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I want her to get sent to that cafe. <laughs> Good luck with the obstacle course, you miserable old fuck. <laughs> Let your kids get married. But the thing is, she'd had a failed marriage oh, and okay. John's sibling had had a failed marriage. So oh, she was being tell cautious. Me this. Well, no, Before you've done I it now. Call 102 year old a miserable old fuck. <laughs> she just doesn't want them to go, uh, like she did. Yeah. Like she, the siblings did. She's a lovely woman. She's had her heart broken. And she didn't yeah. want the same for a precious boy, John. Yeah, no, I take it back what I've said. So she said, don't get married, John. Mm. Wait. Please, John, mm. wait. But John knew. John thought, I'm not waiting. John was 18. Mm. His bride, Elizabeth, was 19. And John thought, I'm not waiting. Ooh. I'm not bloody waiting. Mother. Cradle snatcher. <laughs> Could be one day difference there in age. <laughs> but yeah, why not? Um, so they, they actually made the paper because they, they went to court. Wow. They went to court to appeal to say, we want to get married and we don't have consent. And they won. So in 1963, was it? Yeah, in 1963, they appealed at whole magistrate's court to seek permission to marry. And uh, and they won. Imagine if they did that and they did two years together. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I also think... You'd like, have to be sure. So right, say you're 18. Okay. So we'll say it then. I'm 18. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Good. And now let's imagine you're 18. Yeah. Marriage, as far as I'm aware, is a commitment to someone for the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. right? 
So if you get married at 18, 19, 20, 50, 60, 70, it doesn't really matter because you the plan is to be with them anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I never understand the rush to, to, to be married. Yeah, but I suppose in the olden days, yeah. which is in the 60s, you're saying, yeah. they're probably thinking we'll be having another third world war soon. We have a war every 20 years at the minute. Yeah. In the olden days, like a big one. Every every 20 years, we have a big one with Germany. God, that's awful. So he's probably thinking, let's have a bit of marriage done. And then I'm going to go fight some Nazis in, in what, probably a couple of years, Nazi uprising. Oh. So he's probably like, put a ring on it. Yeah. Before I fly a plane. Yeah. Mate, listen, I'm not a historian, but I think that's what he will have been thinking. Let's get married. Three years of banging. I'm going to go and fight the Germans. Look, I reckon I'm going to have to punch some Nazis in a bit. Yeah. And I want to bang you. Can we pop a ring on it? My mum says no. Let's get to court. <laughs> Let's take it to court. Excuse me, my lad. I don't think you understand how much I want to bang her. <laughs> See, that's what he's saying to the judge. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, my lad. <laughs> I want to bang her as much as you want to defeat the Nazis. And he's gone... Oh, I can't think of the word for yes. Um, <laughs> innocent. No, it's to not... marry. <laughs> proceed. Yeah, maybe proceed. Yeah. Then this has been granted. Yeah. Order, order to marry her and bang her. The Sorry, olden Elizabeth. days were mad. The olden days were. We can say in the olden days, it's the sixties. Yeah. Um, they went on honeymoon. Can you guess where? Um, Blackpool. Butlins. Yes. I love Butlins. Went on holiday to Butlins. It says the couple attribute their successful marriage to spending quality time with each other and never going to bed on an argument. But some nights that's going to mean staying up until like six in the morning. I bet they're Let's settle this. (laughs) I'm not going to sleep. (laughs) Matchsticks in their eyes. You had an affair. (laughs) And I'm not sleeping till we've worked this out. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's lovely. It said the first night they spent apart was when John had heart surgery. And when professionals spoke about the possibility of him going to a care home, Elizabeth waved them off saying, I've spent 60 years taking care of him and I'm not stopping now. I will wipe his bum and nurse him myself. That's love. It That's is. That's proper love. Wiping someone's bum. They've either got to be your kid or you get paid to do it to a stranger. Yeah. I think when you're what, <laughs> as in like you're a care worker, not um, like... <laughs> quick reminder to join our Patreon if you want stuff like that. Amy will wipe your ass for twenty quid a month. That's the top tier. Twenty quid a month. Twenty quid a How month. How many times are wiping the bottom in that? I say once a month. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a lovely lesson to be learned. Mm. Look after each other. Don't go to bed on an argument. Be prepared to wipe each other's bums yeah. if, if needed. Or if you want to, I suppose. Yeah. Do whatever you like. How much? What have you found that's going on in ghoul, Ian? Well, listen, I'm sacking ghoul off this week. What? what because do you sometimes ghoul is so small, nothing happens. And when it does, you read the headline, you go, well, that is a sad story. So, um,. I'm going to um, share a listener story. Okay. And this one, it's almost as if the stars have aligned because Lee on Instagram has sent a story about um, 
I guess it's about a sign that's upset people. Very much like um, oh. the one I looked at earlier. It's like Lee knows. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to Lee. Lee! I took a shout out very literally there. <laughs> you did. Lee! There's that Tenacious D song called Lee. Is there? Yeah. And all the lyrics are basically Lee, 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 Lee. I'm talking fucking Lee. Ah, that's as good as one of your songs that you do on the podcast. <laughs> your lyrics are maybe better than them, actually. <laughs> well, shout out to Lee and to Tenacious D, if you're listening. Well, this is Skeleton Care Home. Oh, yeah. And bosses have said sorry because their advert for Skeleton Court Care Home. Yeah. Can you think what, what would have been added? One letter. To make that offensive for an old care home. Skeleton care home. Skeleton. Oh, dear. Oh, no, they haven't. <laughs> what? They haven't. What are you thinking? I feel like they've added, I can't work out what letter it is or where, mm. but they've made it skeleton. Yes. Have they? They've had to apologise after a home for elderly people in a village called Skeleton was wrongly named Skeleton Court. Skeleton Court? Yeah. They're advertising it on a poster at a bus stop. It's like judgment day. Yeah. It's like your relatives have died. Now they're in skeleton court to decide if they go up or down. And, um, yeah, it provides uh, residential care for 65 elderly people. Operator Anchor said um, the post would be removed as soon as possible. And it was looking into how it happened. I mean, someone's added an E. Or maybe not someone. Maybe something. (laughs) (laughs) You all right? Well, like a ghost. In, no, no, as in like spell check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an automated, text. yeah, yeah probably. you put skeleton and it'll go, did you mean skeleton? Or sometimes the cheeky little autocorrect just does it. Yeah. And then you send the message and you're like, oh, bloody hell. I hate when, when you're writing a word yeah. and then you press the space bar yeah, and it on. just goes, nah, you didn't mean that. <laughs> you meant this. And then, so I go back and delete it and write it again. Space bar and it's like, <laughs> you made the same mistake twice. And I keep trying to change it. And it keeps going going yeah. back. Yeah. I know what I'm doing here. One time could be an accident. If I have mm. typed out this word three plus times, let yeah. me have it. Let please. me have skeleton, please. So I think it's possibly not human error. No, no. But it, I do think <laughs> them saying the poster would be removed as soon as possible. Like, well, today? It's got what to do you be mean today, as soon as it? possible? Like, yeah, well, there's lots of there's lots of factors in our taking that poster <laughs> down. Blue tack. Yeah, we need the appropriate gloves. We might need a step ladder, and we don't have yeah. one in the building that we need to rent. That we can't get a step ladder to the premises till May, <laughs> and it's December now. <laughs> I've asked around the office. A lot of people just fundamentally don't give a fuck. A lot of people don't care about the feelings of the pensioners in our care homes. We just don't care. We're in it for the money. That's an issue. And the thing is, Halloween is round the corner. Don't you think we should just leave it up as a little bit of a... You know, like how people change the names on Twitter to something a bit Halloween-y, a little bit spooky. Why don't we call ourselves for the month of October? Yeah, maybe they could have styled it out. Oh, hang on. Uh Welcoming residents from March... So um, I imagine it was done a little bit before March. So it's not open? This is a new care home? No, I think it's... Uh, hang on. But it says that it already provides care. Wow, well, shit, is that then? We'll be welcoming new residents <laughs> from March, actually. Three of these lot, they're not making it past February. Let's get an advert out for March. Maureen is 
She's nearly done. Right, we'll clean the room a bit. <laughs> On the same advert, it says www.skeletoncourtcarehome.co.uk and the address underneath, Skeleton in Cleveland, they've both been spelt correctly. Aye. So you may be thinking, if it was a computer error, yes. why haven't you made that error twice? Hmm. Ouch. Some cheeky little intern at a design company, I reckon, has gone... I think someone's getting sacked over this. I hope so. <laughs> I you? hope so. Oh. I hope they never work <laughs> in regional design again. <laughs> I hope they're never allowed to have Photoshop on the computer You've again. You've taken quite a hard stance to everybody today. You've had a real go at a 102-year-old woman yeah. who was heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to help. We've put pensioners on an obstacle course to get a cup of tea. Yeah. And now you want someone who's probably made... Just a tiny, tiny error any of us could make. You want them to never work again. Are you okay? Is the question. Um. <laughs> oh no. Yes, I think so. I think I stand by this. <laughs> I stand by everything I've said, actually. <laughs> what I would say is, you said you watched the news earlier. Mm. I would say just don't watch the news again. I think that's put me in a bad. I think a bad it's put me in a bad place. Yeah. I must admit, whenever um, I don't do it as much now. I used to wake up in the morning. And then I'd go on the Guardian website yeah, and uh, just see what's going on in the world. And um, I stopped doing that because I then I feel sad immediately. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Very sad. Wake up. Oh, been an earthquake. Oh, well, breakfast. <laughs> it's quite hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Mm. Yeah, well, don't do that. And, let's, and if somebody's woke up and put on this episode of the podcast, we want to give you a... A lovely day. I hope it's cheered you up because you're looking fantastic. You're looking so good. And people get married uh, and stay together for 60 years. Mm. Love exists. Bananas are springing out all over Harrogate. You can't move bananas in Harrogate. You can't move bananas in Tropicana, Harrogate. You can't move bananas in Harrogate and you can't move bananas in Skelton. Absolutely. So have a bloody good day. Or if you're going to sleep, I hope your dreams are sublime. Pop your desk fan on, listen to some music. <laughs> I do regret saying that now, but look it up. It's a real thing. Ian doesn't believe me, but it is real. Okay. Um, and thank you so much for listening. And a big thanks to our special guest, Callum Scott. Oh, he was lovely. He's a nice, nice man. What a lovely, lovely Hullonian. Hellenzian. Hellenzian. person. His single, At Your Worst, is out now. And let me tell you, it's a banger. Ian, it's a banger. If you've said it's a banger, it's a banger. <laughs> um, and if you want to hear bangers live, um, go see Callum Scott live, including on the 12th of March at the Aventim Apollo in London. Once again, don't forget to sign up to our. Patreon and Apple subs if uh, one episode a week just isn't enough. If it's not cutting the mustard, mm. if you want juicier stories, spicier stories. Juicy. Extra violent. content. All right, Ian, what is wrong with you? <laughs> just, I'm just trying to sell the podcast to people. I just want people to listen. And a portion of the, of the money that we make from Patreon will be given to Ian to get therapy. So it's an yes, important cause. Please help me. <laughs> please help us. And I'll get my ears sorted and my brain tested for the fan noise. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!